0: Good morning, y'all, and welcome to the Thirsty Thursday Chronicles. Today is September 7th, 2017, and you're on Love the Journey with Miro Weaslow. Like, we are slow, though we really, really are. not How's everything going, everybody? How you feeling? You made it through the halfway point of the week, but there's still two full days left. And then you get the weekend, right? Time to party. (laughs) Or not. Or time to hustle. That's what I like to call it. Time to hustle. Weekend comes. You got your goals set after yesterday's episode, I hope. You ready? You know what you want to do? You know what you want to accomplish the rest of the year? That's where we're at. That's what's happening right now. But enough of that. I have some really exciting interviews coming up, ones that I'm really pumped up about. Uh, the one coming up today is with Dave Gallo. I actually, quick background: I met him while on my, I guess, life-changing enlightening trip, as you like to maybe you like to call it, um, when I ventured out on my own on a road trip across uh, parts of the U.S. into the Appalachian Trail, where I. Uh, where I hiked um, alone and camped out and kind of just backpacked and then at parts at one point I went to Puerto Rico and that's where I met this guy awesome guy he has a lot going for himself he uh he actually inspired me in uh, certain ways especially with some of the things he does and how he hustles and just the way he talks he definitely has a lot of good things to say and I've been I've been waiting to get him on the show, that's for sure. So I know you'll be pumped to uh, hear his story and hear what uh, perspective he has on things. That's for sure. So without further ado, let's get this call going.
1: Dave? Miro, how are you? Welcome to uh, Love the Journey Podcast. I'm doing well. How are you, man? Beautiful. Thanks for having me. Uh, of course, man. It's been a much-anticipated show. I've been trying to get you on for a little mm-hmm. bit, so glad uh, glad you set some time aside. We could finally do this and catch yeah, up. Of course. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, so uh, you're actually like the first podcast, first interview that I'm doing that kind of I haven't talked to somebody like in face to face or over the phone besides just text messages in you know a few months since I actually met you on uh on mine and probably your life changing trip to uh Puerto Rico.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. That was one for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely was. You know, it's a shame, you know, what's going on over there right now. Hopefully everything oh, you know God, turns I know. to the butter. Definitely, definitely sending my prayers out there. It's crazy. Same here, just knowing that we were just there a few months ago. That's uh kinda mm-hmm. you know, kind of a big deal. Um, and, uh, no. it's the last thing they need for sure. Right. Such a beautiful area and all those areas around, so hopefully definitely with our prayers. Um, so I kinda just wanted to dive in, if you could kinda give us your quick background of who you are and you know, just kinda quick, you know, where you got to, where you're at right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, mind. for
1: sure. So um,
2: I'm originally from Connecticut. I grew up there, and uh, very briefly in the Middle East, actually, during the session. My dad was working out there. And uh, I recently graduated from Loyola down here in New Orleans, where I still live, and um, it's a wonderful city. It's where my mom's from, so I kind of have a bunch of family down here, and it's tucked into the the majesty of the city. I mean, there's so much amazing music down here, and mm-hmm. And it's such a deviation from Connecticut growing up, you know, I couldn't resist. And so I was originally started at Loyola majoring in music industry studies, which kind of was a big draw uh, when I got in there. some sort of a unique program that not a lot of colleges have, you know. And I decided to switch over to business management after freshman year because, you know, I was looking at the the job market and... It's so hard to find, like, a steady job of music. There's so many people, especially in our generation, you know, trying to get into that scene. And so to business management. And sure enough, I got an internship with the uh, Federation of Musicians uh, just this past year, and I, I loved it. I was doing marketing for them and, you know, sort of bringing in the younger audience to get more interested. And they're kind of a national workers union for musicians, uh, providing, you know, practice space and you know, negotiated contracts with uh, you know all sorts of venues that our members can can sort of prepare with their contracts to make sure that they're getting paid and not getting all their rights and everything. Cheap insurance partners and it's a really really great organization. And sure enough that turned into a job after college. So now um, I'm doing that and I'm also in sort of in online the, the online e-commerce world I uh, got into when I was you know probably a freshman in college I, I bought this website and taught me all about drop shipping which is this incredible this you know business strategy where you kind of sit behind your computer and you post products on on one outlet like say eBay post products and um, you mark them up from another website where you can essentially have a have a website that has a lot of discounted items that might sell to specifically to drop shippers to post on eBay. You can mark those items up, ship them directly from that supplier to your customer, never even, you know, come in contact with the stuff. And that was really uh really what I got into entrepreneurial activities generally because it was so crazy, you know, I was sitting behind my computer just making money and so, after that, I moved over to Amazon, and now I'm a I'm an Amazon merchant. So, I wholesale all sorts of items and do that a couple of days a week and then work at the union, and that's where I'm at right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quite a story, man. Like, you kind of – you definitely experimented with different things. You definitely hustled and went with the entrepreneurial uh, spirits, that's for sure. Um, yeah, thanks. And actually – it very it, it kind of like inspired me because I never really thought about it about the whole you know fulfillment and kind of drop shipping and all that stuff until I really talked to you mm-hmm. and you kind of told me about it and then next thing you know I realized like this stuff's been going on for a while and it's been talked about all over I just kind of was very I don't know right. I just wasn't like open-minded to it and didn't really right, like, right. appreciate you know what, well there's a uh, and you know
2: it's it's tough on, like, there's such a saturation of just information now. I mean, it's hard to yeah. narrow down what's important and what to research and what to find. But when I started going down this path of passive income uh, sort of blogs and, and different resources online, um, when I discovered this dropshipping thing, and that was initially when I was doing research, looking at websites to buy on a site called flippa.com and there are all sorts of different websites that, you know, generate income in various ways, be it Google AdSense ads that, you know, people click and you get paid or, or affiliate income. And, I uh, you know, once you get, go down that rabbit hole, things just kind of spiral and sure enough I stumbled upon drop shipping and everything. And it, you know, it's, it's been amazing because it's just this passive income sort of system where Amazon holds all my inventory and i to do product research and source everything
1: wholesale. Yeah, and I, I love it. Like, I personally, I love how you kind of just, like, how did you even get, like, I guess what I what I love about this is it shows others that no matter what you're doing, you could always find another way to do something better or kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't even go to school for that, it's really. You kind of just did it on your own on the side. Is that kind of what right. how it went?
2: And- like? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I never had really a, a mentor or anything in the industry to, to teach me all, all of these different things. There's a lot of trial and error, and there was certainly a lot of failure involved in the beginning. Where um, you know, with drop shipping, things kind of went sour once I, there was a, a supplier I was using over in China, and they had been mm-hmm. good in the past, but there was a big order, and all the there was a couple smartphones. And they all ended up being fake and I couldn't prove to my supplier and I couldn't, you know, get them to send them back, took a big hit. And that's just part of the risk that's involved with, you know, certain models. And if you're not selling standard the protection of Amazon. So I switched over to there and, you know, that's like a couple thousand dollar hit at the time and I was 18 and that's just a huge amount of money to me now. And a couple of years yeah. ago, it was even more and, I guess, and I you know imagine. a lot of people might hang up hang up the towel, but you gotta um you know embrace that failure and identify what went wrong and methodically sort of take steps to fix it and you know it's it's a skill that can that can uh in the course of my life say maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars it's not more, and you know losing a couple here and there i mean that that might be nothing in the long run so
1: yeah, no, I love that. I think you hit it right on the spot right there and I think people will find that very useful just hearing it from, you know, somebody else that went through it and is doing it. But I guess a bigger thing is when you were 18 and you lost thousands of dollars like this and you're like, you know, this is probably a lot of your income or money set aside. Like how do, what made yeah. how do you even oh, yeah. keep going? Like what what inspired you to kind of just keep going past that? Right.
2: Um I guess it was really just having that little taste of success in the beginning. And, you know, I, I was young and I was I was making a pretty adult level of money every month, like, in a very passive way. And my friends were all, all impressed. They were like, what are you doing? Like, build this crazy online stuff. Like, and I was hardly <laughs> ever even actually working because I would just do it from behind my computer. And that was just the lifestyle that came along with that of sort of having the, the autonomy to go on, and vacations, and and you know, um, go out to nice dinners and whatever it may be. Of course, at, I mean that's that's a nice luxury to have, of course. And it's it's very empowering. It's a very empowering feeling. And once it was kind of taken away, and I was once again broke as broke as hell. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I I already had that fire. I guess and decided to go back and, and sort of see, all right, what went wrong with this thing, and, and what can I do to to sort of try to get that lifestyle back.
1: And sure enough, I uh you know Yeah, sort came of created a new system and it worked out, yeah. So was that was that probably one of the best like learning experiences, especially early on? Oh, oh yeah. Um
2: it was <laughs> it was brutal. And then of course in in business school at Loyola they taught us uh about startups and how startups are a lot of people say startups are a sort of, you know, small form of a bigger business, but they're really a, a searching mechanism. They're supposed to search for, um, you know, something that you can scale and repeat. And it's once you find that, then you have a small business, a, a smaller form. And for me, I was, you know, I, I'll tell that story in interviews and or to my teacher, and they'll say, you know, you that was a startup. You went through a, a couple iterations of a of a business model, and then. You finally found something now that is, uh, you know, it's working on a steady basis, and you can scale it up. And that's essentially the, you know, the, the life and blood of business, right there. How things go down generally. So, I mean, I was getting, I was getting a side degree, like in, you know, entrepreneurship, on on my own,
1: on that, in that regard, you know. Man, I'm I'm gonna use some of that myself. <laughs> now because uh, you know, I, as you probably as you know, I'm in the middle of a startup myself, and it's definitely been such mm-hmm. a learning experience. And definitely every day, I'm searching for different ways, and you know, constantly experimenting, yeah. trial and error, like you know, testing things out with numbers, with costs, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. And it's it's crazy. Like that you kind of hit it on. I never even thought of it like really that way, but you definitely hit it on for a, sure for on sure a, on the bolt. Thanks, man.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really tough in the beginning, especially when resources are are so limited. And it, it, it you know, it's your baby, and it, a lot of times it's, you got to start with your own money or money from really, really close friends or family, and that's just there's a lot on the on the you know on the table there. And having the you know the willpower to go through and and risk all that money and, and you know to try different things. It's it's awesome, man. I'm definitely glad you're doing it. We need more entrepreneurs.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do. And I, I, don't you think it's just astonishing nowadays how anybody can pretty much start anything up if they just have the will. Oh, I know. And to do it. And you know,
2: like I, I, the stuff that I learned was totally online, and you can get your get your YouTube degree these days. And and, and anything. Just, I mean, I yeah. learned how to change my own oil. I never dreamed. <laughs> My a, a dad is the least mechanical person in the world. Like, sure enough, I'm learning how to fix okay. everything online. Yeah.
1: I feel like some people just don't, like don't appreciate it enough. They're maybe busy watching random videos or whatever it is to kill time, mm-hmm. but at that same time, you could be right. giving yourself a complete education for free right at your fingertips. And yeah. You know, and that's. You can, of course, make one of the. Of
2: you know, truly foundational thing. I think in any any successful person will tell you or anyone who is sort of on the path of success will say, I mean, that knowledge is by far the most important thing and that curiosity for knowledge. Like, I know Elon Musk and Bill Gates, multiple billionaires have said if they had one superpower, it would be to read faster. You know, Warren Buffett would read 12 hours a day at the beginning of his career. And uh, sure enough, he's the richest man in the world. He continues spend like a full work day every day just stacks and stacks of books and learn everything about the industry before even investing and that's you know that's that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah, I, I actually heard that Warren Buffett thing not long ago myself and, and it blew my mind just right. hearing it like what you know how much it's totally crazy you really gave to these certain you know areas that he wanted to uh, ex- be an expert in, and to him it, it just
2: it just wasn't even work. Like that's just what he loves to do. He's just a just a book nerd, you know. He like, okay. and sure enough, that happened to translate super well into uh, into the, the investing world because he could just have that edge over everyone. Like it's one thing a lot of the financial world, the uh, financial people will often just look at the numbers and the you know more. Or numerical, fact-based, that stuff. But, but Warren Buffett knows everything about the industry, like all the effects otherwise psychologically and the inner workings and, you know, the logistics and the supply chains. And therefore, you could, you know, invest in Coca-Cola before everyone else and because
1: you could see that they were doing something crazy. That's yeah. Thing, things right that get there. overlooked normally, that's for sure. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, that's that's some great stuff. I think a lot of listeners are gonna find that very useful. You definitely showed a different perspective and uh, used some facts. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. do you, I guess you know, I could I could probably pick your brain all day, and I don't want to keep it much longer. So, do do you think maybe mm-hmm. I guess if you had any tips for anybody that you can't get into the entrepreneurial spirit or can't find what their passion is or whatnot, and like how did how did you find that this was for you, or is it even the right? Yeah, for, well, you have bigger things in mind.
2: Um, I guess really for me, it was uh, identifying a lifestyle that that you want to really create, and and I stress the word lifestyle over something like the word career, where career you're locked in place. It kind of seems like you're you're on this set path, steady, and you know a lot of a lot of passions can translate into careers, like the sciences or, say, law. But, um, you know, these days it's more about forging a lifestyle for yourself and envisioning what steps you can take to, to make that lifestyle a reality. And for me it was, you know, I like I like having something steady in the background. And for me that's working at the musicians' union, doing marketing for them and trying to get New Orleans musicians paid and, you know, something that I'm passionate about, and I'm also a musician myself. I play the piano. And for me, um, you know, it was just music was a big source of joy for me. Growing up, you know, it's got me through hard times and good times. And, you know, it's, it can inspire such a range of emotions. So I guess that inspired me to get into the music scene in New Orleans and as a big, you know, uh, consumer of music in New Orleans, going to a lot of music and everything, and seeing how musicians weren't quite getting getting paid or having the the treatment that they should have down here. I mean, now I can go and work at this socially just nonprofit directly for musicians, and you know, try to try to leverage that. Yeah, you know, just translating those mm-hmm. those sources of passion on a day-to-day basis into something sustainable for that
1: lifestyle that you want for yourself. And, Man, oh my God, this passes. Is, that makes balance. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. This this all makes sense yeah. now. Now I understand why you stayed in New Orleans and why you still live there. Totally makes sense. Right.
2: <laughs> <I would> say, <laughs> there it is.
1: Yeah, I always see all your posts and stuff about, you know, music or being out at, you know, shows and things like that or playing music, and now I get it. And you found a yeah. way to kind of, like, hustle and, you know, do other things to make up for maybe the lack of the money to live the lifestyle or whatnot, exactly, right? Yeah. You made it, you made it work. You found a way and you that's made right. it work. And, um, I think that's yes, very inspiring
2: working for all so of <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, it feels great. It's, it's really exactly what I wanted after college. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm super grateful. I it's, it's,
1: it's definitely awesome. It's the perfect balance down here (laughs) sounds like it man i need to come visit you soon that's for sure and i've been talking about it but i need to make it happen uh soon anytime man doors are open (laughs) crazy busy with this startup thing going on but i'll make it happen man Um, oh i know i know (laughs) yeah you would know so all right then before (laughs) i let you go uh when i check in with you and whether it's you know a few months or you know a few months down the road let's say and you know l- listeners and just to check in on your progress to uh you know make sure uh we're keeping you in check <laughs> uh do you have any yeah. uh you got any uh goals in mind or anything you see yourself in the near term or long term that you want to throw out yeah yeah definitely i mean i um
2: I, i'm from my amazon store i've only recently gotten into Sort of like the private labeling and um, product design actual side of it, where um, you know I can design my own products, send the blueprints out to a manufacturer, and uh, you know put put a, put a brand on them, sell them as my own like, beautiful artistic creation. You know It's a much better uh, way to mix the creative creative side, you, know, into my Amazon business, which has pretty much been just a you know, business hustle up to now. So yeah. hopefully, maybe in a couple months, I could have that that first prototype of of a uh, starting with sunglasses. maybe I can get a get a sunglass design, a custom
1: prototype next time. That would be great. <laughs> That's huge, man. I actually, I I don't know if the ones you sent me or on Snapchat or whatnot, if those are the yeah. prototypes initial, right? Um, yeah. That so those my, are that awesome. The,
2: Thanks, man. Yeah, those those I picked out. Um, they were a design that was already made by that company, but they custom brand everything. So I I designed the the whole uh, you know company like brand name, brand logo, and any other elements associated. And I I put all that on the item. So it's still one step away. You know, there's a creative element, but Got Got I it. haven't designed the
1: product itself. But for sure, thanks, all. man. I'll. <laughs> I don't I don't expect anything less out of you. Just knowing you and talking to you just for the mm-hmm. period of time while I met you. Like I just knew you were gonna do something and you. you were already doing something. So uh you yeah, so you want. Uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know what you're what you're doing exactly on Amazon like with your brand, but if you wanna like shout out your brand or give your like uh, your a link to any of your yeah, stuff, sure. feel free. Uh, to go ahead right now or we're still on. Um
2: yeah, I mean the name of my store on Amazon is just called Top Brand Discounts, which is a shout out to the original website that I bought back in uh I mean I guess 4 years ago now. Just called topbranddiscounts.com and and sure the website's dead, but it lives on on Amazon. So it's Top Brand Discounts. Yeah. Awesome,
1: man. Uh, I love it. <laughs> well, that that is good stuff, man. I'm sure uh maybe maybe we'll get a couple sales out of it. <laughs> perhaps Uh, thanks so much man of course man you're welcome i'm glad i could have you on uh hopefully definitely want to catch up with you more soon and yeah well uh, i'm excited to see what things are to come
2: no doubt glad to uh glad to be here thanks again thanks again for having me man i'll uh talk to you again soon definitely take care all right bye
0: All right, that was amazing everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Dave Gallo definitely hit on a lot of great topics, pretty much showing you that no matter where you're at, where you're from, what you're doing, no matter what you love, and if you want to support a lifestyle, you can hustle, you can make it happen. You can look things up online, YouTube it, get a YouTube degree, figure it out and make it happen. I love it, I love it, and I hope you do too. A lot of good stuff like that coming up. I just, I love, I was telling him we we spoke at another point after the show just really quick and uh, I was telling him and he loves it too and it just, people people like us, people like you and me, we all deserve to be heard and that's what it's all about. Just because we aren't on a big news station or whatever it is getting interviewed doesn't mean we won't be later on down the road this is just a step and what I want to do here when I'm creating I want to be sharing your journey I want to be sharing your story my story because one day we will all be great and we will all be something not that we're not right now but we will get to where we want to get to and there's not going to be anything better than having our story be heard be heard from the beginning and checking in on where we're at it's going to be an awesome feeling I hope you really enjoy it and hope you like. I hope you really enjoy what I'm doing here with this show. And you make it happen. You, by listening, by calling in, by commenting, by giving me feedback. You're the ones that are making it happen. I really appreciate it. And uh, I want to thank all of you for tuning in, that's for sure. Hope you enjoyed another episode of Thirsty Thursday Chronicles. Today, September 7th, 2017. And you've been on Love the Journey with Mira Wieslow. Like, we are slow. Though we really, really are and I hope you crush the rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Peace.